Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to Reality Blows. What are you doing? What is this? I just thought it would be like an exciting intro. For everybody at home, Nick was like, let me introduce this. And then he put on a, quite a character. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a character. It was just sort of an introduction. Well, enthusiastic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Oh, yeah. Okay, do it again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to... Why can't I... <laughs> is that... You just don't like it? I what don't is know. It? It's just funny. It's a... Hello, uh, everybody. All right, fine. Why don't you do it? Hey, guys. That's welcome. trash. Guys, thank you for listening to Reality Blows. I'm Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Robert. Uh, so, Ash, uh, we have a, a great episode today. We're, we're branching out a little bit, wouldn't you we think? We really are. Finally, we have a guest on. Um, no shade to our past guests, but it's nice to not talk about the housewives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're far away from the housewives, but we're still in reality. We're talking about older men reality shows with uh, hilarious comedian Robert Dean. Yeah. Uh, he has watched a shit ton of Discovery Channel slash Nat Geo slash Spike slash uh, History Channel. I think Discovery. Um, did we say yeah, that? Yeah, I just said that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he, he's he's the authority on and We actually really get into it before. Ashley, we've already had this conversation. Ashley was um, enthralled with what she learned. I loved it. I love talking about all this stuff because there's just this element of like, why do we want to watch these people struggle in the woods? And then it really, it feels like a story as old as time, honestly. It's a tale as old as Spike. It's, <laughs> you know, it like, it, it's, trace back through all literature like this sort of hero's journey you know a man going off to face his demons <laughs> um and yeah so, specifically the uh, survivalist ones yeah right? the survivalist shows i was definitely really into i mean I, it, you know i got lost a little when you guys started talking about like all of these uh, american picker and like uh the the guys grocery yeah. games you well know? we just touch on a lot of stuff but you're gonna love that interview but ash what's uh, that what else is popping well, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that um, came up in the interview with Robert that we didn't get mm. to discuss that I was, I was um, wanted to tell you about, which is we talked about eating bugs, and spoiler I, alert, spoiler alert, there is talk about eating bugs, and I remembered that when I was working on a Nat Geo show called Explorer, I had to eat bugs. What? Uh, yeah, they you didn't <laughs> tell me you were eating bugs. <laughs> we. Um, we were doing this segment where we were talking about how like bugs are the food of the future and we got like really worried that um, we were going to call audience members down, you know, onto the stage to eat bugs and we got worried that no one was going to want to do it. And so I got placed in the audience um, as, what is that word I'm looking for? An audience plant. Thank you. I got placed as a plant to eat bugs and so... Um, they ended up not having to use me because, of course, every single person who is in the audience is like, um, you know, oh, ready to be on camera at any time. You know, <laughs> right, right. like this is uh, New York. And so they're all just jumping at the idea that they can go down on the stage and um, be in the show. But I did eat bugs for like the commercial break where they wanted to show an audience member eating bugs. And so they didn't like know yet whether people were going to volunteer. So they did a close up of me like eating a bag of bugs. And what kind of bugs? They were like little centipedes oh. or no, maybe they were millworms. They were like yeah. wormy things. Yeah. Well, like the white ones. Yeah. But they had been like, um, toasted and like they were in oh. a spice. And what was it like? Delicious. Was it really good? It was good? so good. It was like a little, it was like um, like a crunchy snack. It was yeah. delicious. And do they sell this stuff in the stores? They do. You can buy, I mean, you can buy them online. I don't know if you can like go to the grocery store and get a bag of bugs. But have you, since uh, filming this episode, have you been walking down the streets of beautiful New York City and had a hankering for bugs? No, I haven't had a hankering for bugs, but... Um, Yesterday in in the kid in the comedy class you and I teach right. Um, one of the students was talking about how we he, teach a kid. We teach a class for children. We teach children stand up. Yeah, we're really helping <laughs> the world. Uh, we teach children how to do stand up comedy. And one of the kids was talking about how he likes roaches and like he doesn't. Um, 
he like doesn't think they're that bad and like what's the big deal and it reminded me that like in a lot of the zombie books i read about the apocalypse people have to eat roaches because they're like the only thing that survives well yeah and Mm -hmm. i think that i would like uh, eating a cricket easy eating ants easy eating these little fucking worms easy never in a million years would i eat a roach god fucking no i can't imagine no i don't want to eat a roach not even if it's broiled fried dusted in chocolate dipped in in uh caramel sauce and then uh uh a cherry on i still don't want to eat a roach i don't want to eat a roach it's vile so when i lived in um this topic is this is going a little off topic but when i lived in savannah georgia then we would have like tourists you know come because it's like a beautiful city whatever but they would always want to see palmetto bugs they'd be like i want to see a palmetto bug and we're like those are just flying roaches you idiot it's disgusting yeah yeah, I, when I was in the uh, South for the first time, and and I saw that the they were calling flying roaches palmetto bugs, uh, I was like, "That's a roach! Don't lie to yourselves here. I mean, you're not you're you're making it's you're, the palmetto it, it's bug. It's like it's like the roach had like a uh, hired a PR person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, they're just trying to spoof up. They, they're trying to spit it up a little bit. They I, give it. They might be trying to spoof it up. Spoof it up. <laughs> spoof it up. Give it a little mint julep. Listen, you know what's spoofy. What? This this interview we have today, it's Ash. God damn, it's not even an interview. It's a fantastic conversation with Robert Dean. We already told you a little bit about it. We're gonna be super, talking super super spoofy. All things adult male, and you know we keep saying that. You know, ladies like this stuff too. Ashley's watched a couple of these things, a but couple. but let's be honest. I mean, it's geared to a, a more masculine. Uh, uh, I think I'm a survival guy person. Yeah, and when I think when most people think of like reality TV, they do think of women fighting. You know, that feels like a big part of reality television. This idea of like interpersonal drama. You know, like right. family relations yeah. uh-huh. and like neighbor relations. So this idea of re- of a reality television show just being like one person facing their demons, it seems out of um, it, it. It doesn't fit the genre. But yet, as we learned when you gave a breakdown of what the differences are between reality shows and information shows, they are, in fact, reality shows. So, guys, sit back and enjoy our talk with Robert Dean. Uh, we are back. Uh, Robert Dean, thank Hi, you for joining everybody. us. Thank you guys here. for having me. Thank oh, you guys. He is here. Uh, you know, Finally. Rob. Rob, you're... <laughs> How long was the intro? The intro was what? Two, three hours long? At least. Maybe five. It's not edited yet. Yeah. We recorded for 17 hours. <laughs> yeah. Most of it was a buildup about how great of a guy you are. Oh, that's a lot, He's He's awesome. a lot of pressure. He's a lot of pressure. Wonderful. He, he rules. Um, yeah, Rob, we are super pumped to have you here because you know we've we're only what we've done eight episodes of this show, something like something that, like that. Mm-hmm. and every single episode so far has been uh, revolving around reality, but specifically. It would, always comes back to the Real Housewives. Housewives, right. yeah. Right. And, you know the challenge. Obviously, we recap the challenge. And I would say more traditional, like reality fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, capital R. Capital when you F. hear reality TV, you think older women fighting. Right. And those yes. are the shows that 100%. we've been discussing. Hundred percent. We've really neglected an entire um, genre. Yeah, which is older men fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sad old men reality. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, not even. And fighting. you're the expert on that. Honestly. So. Most of my shows uh, don't involve them fighting, okay, right? Okay. Or even interacting with each other or anyone. Oh, yeah. great! And you, of course, are talking my about my favorite show of all time, Alone on the History Channel. Alone. Yeah. It's just it's History a- Channels Alone is. I mean, it's too funny of a title. And and when we're talking reality, I mean, this is actually reality. I mean, they. If you could just explain the premise. Oh, sure. So it's like a uh, Survivor Man. Well, I guess we could like talk about the history of these sure. types of shows. Absolutely, yeah. you know, educate educate yeah. the listeners. Uh, there was Man versus Wild with Bear Grylls, yeah, which was proven to be staged, right? Like all <gasps> the things in it were staged. I had no idea, and it crushed everyone's interest in it. <gasps> wow! Even though it's still cool what yeah. he's doing, and, and like he's still performing impressive. live. He was at the uh, Best Buy or the PlayStation Theater. The Best Buy, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, on Fourteenth Street. Wait, really? <laughs> he used to be called the Best Buy Theater. <laughs> he should have been at the Best Buy on Fourteenth. Um, no, he, yeah, he He's was got a live, He's got a live show. Didn't look it up. Just saw he was headlining the PlayStation Doing Theater. Stand-up? I don't know. I would I'm imagine demonstrations. Bugs? Yeah, yeah, demonstrations. Bugs. <laughs> the bugs is the closer. He's you closing on the bugs. bugs. He's oh definitely surviving in some sense. <laughs> He's been on stage for 13 hours <laughs> trying to make it through. So Bear, um, Bear's, Bear grows. So Bear was proven yeah. uh, fraudulent a little bit. And then there was Survivor Man. Yeah. Les Stroud, who um, changed the game because he filmed everything. Which makes it 
so much harder to like survive. Right. But he had no crew with him. Oh, the question about Bear Grylls was like, how do they get in that shot? He's climbing a mountain, but somebody else is shooting it, but he's pretending like he's by himself. Exactly. And it's like, what's uh, happening? And we find out that he's kind of staging. Wait these a minute. Things. So it took us that long to figure out it was being staged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were very slow back in the day. 41 seasons. <laughs> we're in a cynical. Um, but yes, Les Stroud, so then Les the survivor, Stroud, the man. survivor man, changed it because yeah. he was filming everything himself. And is it like shaky camera Blair Witch style? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, sometimes like especially if there's like a bear outside Oof. or like a wolf, right. then you'll get the shaky, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, night vision look. Right. Yeah. The rest is like well set up shots. Right. And so huh. he he has to do a lot of things twice. So if you want to yeah. see how 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 cool it is that he's kind of scaling the the side of this cliff. Yeah. He scale. He sets up his camera, gets the shot, scales the cliff, comes back down, and then has to, to take the all, all the camera, and after oh, he has to do it again. So it like makes goodness. it so much harder, yeah. and he's like really struggling. Right. So you're like, it's okay, man. Like yeah. you don't have to get that shot. He's the survivor, man. <laughs> he's he survivor. That's so. Cool. He's so good. Is he still putting out shows? He's Canadian, I think. Right. Yeah, definitely Canadian. I don't know if they've done those shows anymore. I don't know what happened And to him. what's the point of this? Is it to prepare for the apocalypse or is it just to prove that he's a man? Like what's, Ooh. what is the, uh, like, are they like, I'm going to show you me doing this because I think we should abandon all technology. What's the, no, the, it's, it's a, it's like a challenge. Yeah. Uh, not the challenge, but a challenge. Yeah. Uh, of like, Ability to do it. A Survivor Man would set up exp- like uh, situations where he's like, let's say you're on a snowmobile going through Siberia and your snowmobile breaks down. Could you survive this? So it's a lot of like situational. And they never talk about the apocalypse. Survival things. No. The apocalypse never comes So up. the same. Nick, why are you <laughs> looking at me like that? Well, I, I think it's, I like that you're trying to figure out why. I mean, I want to know the theology behind it. He, survival. in my opinion, he, the show is under the, under the guise of if you happen to be in this situation for some reason, mm-hmm. stuck uh, in Antarctica on a cliff with only a shoelace, a rubber band, and like a piece of like a That uh, sounds a like blade, Matlock. Very Matlock. <laughs> Primal Matlock. Well, it's like, how can you get out of the situation with, um, you know, uh, basic items? Right. But so it's basically, like, it's, it's like Castaway Fantasy. So what you're saying to me though is that the impulse to be on these shows is really rooted in the same impulse someone has to be like on American Gladiator. It's to prove they can do some, some physical feat. Some do. So let um, Les Stroud is just like a guy who did it. So jumping ahead to Alone on the History Channel, right. that's a reality show where everyone's filming themselves. Yeah. Okay. And trying to survive, and the last person wins money. So, oh, Les, so now there's a money incentive. So then right. now there's money. Gotcha. You got you to you know, Ashley. That Les would probably be. Um, he he laid the groundwork. He was yeah. the Bible for this. You know, you've got Survivor Man. All of these guys at home who are like survivalists watch mm-hmm. Survivor Man. They go, I can fucking do that. Yeah. Enough of those sort of uh, build a community somewhere, probably on the internet, mm-hmm. uh, probably on Reddit <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> And Shout then, out to Reddit. Right. And then uh, Discovery Channel or whoever, History Channel or Nat Geo, whoever's doing these shows go, oh, well, we'll just take a bunch of these guys, mm-hmm. these Les Strauss wannabes, yeah. and, and let them do this show in a competition sense. So oh. so there was no competition in the uh, uh, Survivor Man. Yeah. He, it literally would be, he'd be left in a situation and he'd show you how to get out of it. Okay, one more mm-hmm. question. With Survivor Man, is he teaching you? Is he like, this is how There's you build? Lessons. Okay. There are a lot cool. of lessons uh, in like, this is how to do a fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. like, he's like, he's like a really good at like the rock method and yeah. being in the rocks. But then he like tries to change it up too. So do you feel prepared to be in the woods by yourself? After Absolutely what? not at all. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not right. in the okay. very least. Right. Um, I, th- I think we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, sp- uh, talk about something that we really skipped, uh, which was sort of a connection, something that happened after Survivor Man, but before Alone. What was it? Um, which was Dual Survivor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dual Survivor is wonderful. What's that? You would love it. Tell me. It's it's the same concept, but a little bit more like Man vs. Wild, where it's like a little bit set up, not shot by them. And it's one guy who's like this jacked military. That's why he, like, where he learned his survival is like military. Okay. And the other guy is a granola hippie who Ooh. never wears shoes. The, the first guy is Dave. The other guy is Cody. <laughs> Cody. Cody's the granola guy. And is Co- it the same two people? It's the same. It yes. was. Yeah. I think they might have changed. Flipped it eventually one out. switched up, but. What happened in this one was they're like, okay, why don't we? They have this one survivor guy. Let's just do Survivor Man, 
but with two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have uh, opposite uh, ends of the spectrum as far as their outlook on how to survive. So the crunchy guy, he didn't wear shoes. Never wore shoes. He wouldn't. He <laughs> Regardless w- of yeah. like Antarctica, the walking in the snow, that no shoes. That seems really silly. It, what it about snake bites? Silly. Exactly. He's fine with it. You got to protect those ankles. <laughs> He'd be eating grass. You know what I mean? Right. And then the, the marine type, would, yeah. you know, he was like, he had boots on. He was trying to kill elk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like gotcha. so, and they would they'd be at odds with how they were going to get out of these certain situations, and it was quite fun. It was amazing. Now, with these three shows we've discussed so far, what was the first one? Man versus Wild, and then Survivor Man, yep, mm-hmm. and, and now Dual, Dual Survivor. Okay, with these, are they limited? Both like by the amount of stuff they can take into the woods with them. Yes. Usually, yeah. And is it all? Is it the same throughout each show? Um, it depends on it depends on the show okay. and depends on uh the, like for Survivor Man it was situational. Yeah. I think Bear Man versus Wild was too. Yeah. Dual Survivor, I think like the military guy always carried like his hatchet. Yeah. And okay. the granola guy had like crystals. Yeah. I, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Cody, Cody got crystals. Really, it was. Or he'd have like a pH <laughs> testing kit or something. Like he would have something. He brought mushrooms to, to trip passive. out while surviving. Yeah. Did they get along? Yeah. yeah, because you know what? <laughs> yeah. The problem was Cody was actually the better survivor. So what, oh. what the mm-hmm. interesting part is the guy, the, the granola-y guy, uh, he would have a better time surviving places than the Marine guy. Wow. And so the Marine guy towards the middle That's of the episode. That's a twist I didn't expect. You know, he'd be like out on a treetop, like, you know, like uh, trying to hunt like uh, a camel with like a hatchet for like an hour and a half, come up with nothing. And then he'd have to like sulk back to the campsite and like, uh, I guess I'll try those mushrooms. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Every time. And then Cody, Cody had like, like a beautiful homestead. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that was so sort nice. of the game. It was an odd couple in the in the yeah. forest, really. Perfect pitch. Yeah, I think that's is. how they pitched it. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Oh. So then with these shows, and then they spawned a whole bunch of like competition style survival shows. Yes. Yeah. So, so Alone was next? Alone was the most incredible. First two seasons are the most incredible. It's they sent out, I think it was like 18 contestants. Uh, out on like this beautiful island in like Canada or something where they were all separated and they all just had to film themselves and they weren't told um, they had to be the last one Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on one second. Did Nick, did you and I watch an episode of this because Robert was so into it like four years ago? We may have watched a full couple of episodes or maybe even a full season. I've watched a few seasons, but I don't remember. This is wild because I think we watched it because you were so into it. I I was upset. I mean, I watched. I I watched it because Rob all immediately. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm having a flashback. I saw like one episode. Yeah. So they they didn't know. They didn't know when they'd win the money. Right. They didn't know when anyone else would leave if like. People would like call. They had like a satellite phone, so if they're like, "I can't do it anymore." They call and be like, "Get me out." Yeah. But they didn't know how long they were lasting. Yeah. I think they went like fifty days, sixty days, wow. and uh, it was incredible. They would film themselves, and you'd get like deeply. You'd see like survival stuff, but then it's just a lot of like, I don't know, beautiful life lessons right. in mm. a weird way where it's You're, like, it really I'm is- so tired, but I got to go fishing. Like, I really just need to get fish. They're suffering. Interesting. And did it's you get, fascinating. Did you get, like, a good window into the human psyche? A little bit. You kind of do. Do you, they all you, break down? Um, In their own ways. In their own way. My favorite was in, like, season one, there was this one guy, young, good-looking, like, doctor who was thriving. Everyone else was, like, struggling to eat. He had, like, he just, like, would cast out and pull up fish. He had food for days, everything. He, and he started like building things out of boredom. So he at one point built himself a sauna. What? Like that's how that's how well he was doing. Oh my and then God. he called out and said, I, I can't do it anymore. I'm bored. Like he was yeah. bored by doing so. Like he could have lasted. He was like, I could last forever. Like I have everything I need. I could last here forever. And I'm bored. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Despite wow. the idea of a million dollars. I believe that guy also, I remember him in a canoe that he built. And he's he in the middle of the canoe. And like the sun is coming up. And like he's on his like, it's like day 22 or something. And he's like losing his mind. And he's just like, it's as far as you talking about the psyche of this, yeah. of this man. Uh, he's just, he's crying. And he's like, 
I'm just crying about my dad. <laughs> and he's just in the oh middle of the goodness. thing, just thinking about his father and crying. I mean, you know, ne- yeah, you know, like never think of like that much solitude. Yeah. And like, and how, what it's going to do to them. Now in college, my thesis, my senior thesis was about, um, Southern literature, specifically Faulkner writing about men going into the woods and mm. failing. Cause it's very much like a hero's journey. And, um, it's, I don't know. I'm just thinking about it right now because we're talking about these men going out into the woods and like going on these. It's like they're going on like a vision quest, but with a camera for television. And then we're sitting at home and consuming their spiritual quest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible. It's big. My senior thesis was on the young adult novel, My Side of the Mountain. Oh, are you familiar? <laughs> I love my side. I mean, in eighth grade, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of us took senior year college to get around to it, but um, <laughs> it's no, great. I absolutely loved it, and I think that like inspired. That ties into all this. I think that's what like inspired that that because that was a, ch- you should a tell child me about I, thriving. Hey, 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 I just you assume know? you've never read a book. <laughs> yeah, I fucking haven't read it, but what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, tell me what that shit it's is. About, it's about it's about a kid who runs away from home. And lives in a tree stump and befriends animals. He has like a falcon, I think. He's definitely got a falcon. Yeah, that's awesome. And like friends, and the and he does really well. It's awesome. Yeah, it was really it was a great important book. Whole chapters about him like drying like meat and fruit. Like he just like it's just a kid who's like the best, the absolute greatest at this. So you that was what your senior thesis was was about men going um, a young boy going into the woods and living off the land. That was a no. That was a that was a lying. I was joking because it's an eighth grade book. Ashley got so excited by that. My my senior (laughs) my senior thesis was a book of poetry I wrote, which. In a way, you could say it was a man going into his mind and surviving. Was it about woods? <laughs> it was me in uh, metaphorical woods. Yeah, that's cool. I There's like definitely that. definitely woods okay. going on. You saved my dis- I was disappointed for a second, <laughs> and then you brought me oh, back. Don't you worry. Uh, I've been in the woods surviving. <laughs> what was the... Um, so I only watched like maybe the first two seasons of Alone. What, uh, how many seasons d- is it up to, or did it have? I don't even know. They fucked it up. Well, what, ex- they yeah, completely what, ruined it. What because happened now, with the evolution of this, they, of this show? They made it uh, two people. Right. Wait, it's called Alone. Right. It's very <laughs> upsetting. They did it now where it's like, you know, father and son or like couples or two-person groups. They're amazing racing oh. teams. They're amazing racing. It, yeah. Where like it starts where they are separated. Right. And like one only has a compass and like has to find camp. Yeah. So the first little bits are interesting, but then it's just like, no, oh, now you're just two people. I'm sure they fight. I'm sure they're just doing it for television there drama. Are, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it was too much to edit one person. Yeah. Like I can't. I mean, like with all of these, the editors are like the unsung or even sung heroes of this. Like having yeah. to sit through, Oof. I mean, 50 days worth of one person filming themselves. Yeah. What I enjoyed That's about the tough. first season, so much, which was, I almost feel like you can call it a bust because wherever they picked to put these people mm-hmm. um, was just inhabited by black bears like yeah. so many bears really and, and every it almost <laughs> it felt like every storyline like ended like prematurely because like they were being stalked by a bear <laughs> and then it's a guy waiting in the woods for like 19 hours for the crew <laughs> to show up and, and get him the fuck out of here he's like hiding in a tree or something uh, and it was fun but it was like oh shit like after like the third time it happened you're like fuck am i gonna see these people try and survive like <laughs> right. maybe they should bring some bear like they i don't know like second uh, second season there weren't I don't think they so were in a place bears? of bears. I think there were less bears. <laughs> less bears. If yeah, I definitely. recall, there, was there were less bears. Because that's the season where you got the guy who was able to build the sauna, I right. think. And yeah, stuff. yeah, I yeah. I think. It was... But yeah, they couldn't do anything on the first season. There was too many fucking bears, bears trying to eat them. Constantly bears. <laughs> so I, what do you television. think, like, why are you so interested in this genre? Before, I want to keep talking about these shows because yeah. we haven't even touched on Naked and Afraid, Ugh. which I have a lot of feelings about. Right. But so like, why? why, how did you it's get into feelings. it? How did you discover it? Why are you, and why do you think you're into it? Uh, well, Man vs. Wild was just like a thing that was going on in Survivor like, Man. And they were playing them constantly. You feel like you're tapping into cultural, like it was like, yeah, it was just like, was, it was around. It was and it, I mean, it's like, and it's like thing. beautiful nature shots, Yeah, you know, and it's, and it is cool to imagine like, I like camping. So yeah. it's like, it's a, you know, extreme version of camping. The most boring reality show in the world would be camping where it's just watching people <laughs> yeah. set up a tent and cook, hot, cook hot dogs. The tent would be like 30% of the episode <laughs> setting the temp- oh, tent up. Oh, those damn tents. Uh, but it was like, it was that. And then it was, um, I think I kept going because it's, there's like something weird that like connects you with it. You know, when you're sitting in your, you know, windowless basement, like I lived in, there is like a little bit of a, oh yeah, I'm just like surviving. Like there is like a <laughs> oh, life lesson to it. Interesting. Like, oh man, at least I know I'm not cold and like having to eat fish, but 
there is like a similarity in it, I think. Like wow. stoicism with um, negative thought process where you like um, like you imagine things being worse than they are and Absolutely. then you appreciate what you have. So Absolutely. you would watch this show and you're like, at least I'm not being stalked by a bear. 100%. <laughs> no bears. <laughs> only metaphorical bears. No bears. I got to deal with my metaphorical bears. So, uh, Ashley, you mentioned Naked and Afraid. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, Ashley, you watched a couple episodes with that. With you me, and right? I watched the first two seasons. Oh, great. Yeah. And um, <sighs> coming into this, I just looked it up because um, I assumed that it stopped um, I assume that they canceled the show because we stopped watching it, but they're, they've had eight seasons. Yeah, there's wow. been a lot. There's been all-star seasons. Yeah. So I, I've noticed. I kind of, mm. you know, you go in and you go out with these shows. It's not that important to watch the most uh, current season or to see every season leading up to things. You could just jump right in. Yep. Now, when you and I started watching the first season, it was all survivalist. It would be like two survivalists put together and mm-hmm. they would be like, we're figuring this out. We have different ways. Sort of like the thing you were talking about, dual survival. Right. Dual, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, but by the second season of Naked and Afraid, they were like, oh, they are naked. We do need some hot people. Mm, so yeah. it would just oh. be like a random person being like, I want to be on this show, being yeah. put with the survivalist. And then they would like drink bad water and then, you know, be pooping their brains oh, out. They always, they always <laughs> break down and drink the water. Never <laughs> just drink the water. That gets everybody every time. Maybe that's why we stopped watching it because they just started using regular people and it stopped being interesting. Yeah, who knows what we did. Yeah, but. there was, I mean, there's like some episodes are like, I like some locations better than others. Yeah. Like I like, I mean, being key. from, you know, the Northeast, I like, you know, those kinds of forests. Mm-hmm. Never a big fan of the desert because it's all just, oh, I have no water. Like yeah. I like them to have some things. Yeah. Sure. Because I have got water. What about when they go to like a rainforesty type area or like New Orleans? Like anytime they bring about the alligators? Louisiana, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh my God. Knee deep in swamp water. That's Oof, never, such a bummer. Waterlogged. It's, it's yeah, and like but they mosquitoes. can't make a fire because yeah. every every it's wood too damp. is, and too they're just damp. being kept. Oh, they're kept up all night by those mosquitoes. I feel like that's the worst. Those that's are the, the, worst. the wet climates. Yeah. yeah, I think are bad. I think so um, too. Ashley, I remember you making comments about the um, while we were watching Naked and Afraid about how they were portraying the women and the men that they'd put together. Right? Mm. Don't you remember there was some something where like the woman would always be like kind of uh, would annoy the man and the man would do some, you know yeah, what I mean? you they, saw some gender st- stuff happening I, what was that i wish i could remember but <laughs> I, I i do know that it like the man would always be like yeah she's just nagging me right. and mm-hmm. then but it would be like 90 percent of the time the woman would be like i'm not actually nagging him i'm just telling him if he rubs this herb on his like wrist <laughs> that he won't get bit by these mosquitoes yeah. you know and it would she be she was being a cody yeah <laughs> or he'd be like she wants me to go <laughs> fishing but i'm telling her i need to trap a squirrel and then she comes back with like 20 fish <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have anything. Um, I remember that being an issue. And I remember that like immediately when these two would be put together, the man would always Ugh, take I the lead. And oh, then, I thought I thought just the oh. awkward interaction. Oh. The first, awkward interaction When they was first walk the up and he yeah. always like the, the confessional where he's like, I mean, doesn't doesn't mind yeah. having a pretty lady to look at. Doesn't like, hurt. Off. Yeah. Doesn't hurt the situation. And then they were always that thing where they get in the way of uh, being a good survivor. <laughs> <laughs> then they always do that thing where they're like, "Just take a look, take a look, take it all in. Let's just do, get it over yeah. with." Come on, take a look. Awful. Get get a look at it. Go ahead. Here it is. I'm putting it out there for you. Yeah. Look at my dick. It's <laughs> right here. It. Come on. Look Why are you it. walking away from me? <laughs> look at my dick. We're gonna have to look at her dick the whole time. Let's look at him. Yeah, um, yeah, that was always weird. And then I feel like the man would always take control and start bossing the woman around, yeah. which was annoying. And I think the like there were definitely women who were like, I don't know why he's bossing me around. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. And then I, I this is so this is so long ago. And by so long ago, I mean five years. It feels like mm. twenty years ago. But um, th- I remember th- that situation specifically with a man and a woman. And then a, the man like cut his hand open with a machete, and he like had to oh, leave. I that. And she yeah. was like, I guess we gotta leave now, but. Fuck that guy, because he should have been listening to me this whole time. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, I want to actually, if, if it's okay to move off of the survivalist shows. Mm. Um, you know, Rob, mm. uh, you sort of, you go uh, a little deeper when it comes to these, um, I would say, reality shows for men. Yes. Uh, older, <laughs> men. older men. <laughs> older men. Uh, this is such a fun episode. <laughs> there's so many just... I mean, Discovery Channel, Nat Geo, history. Yeah. Just, I mean, me and you used to talk oh so many years ago about Gold Rush. Oh my God, Gold Rush. Uh, Gold Rush, Ashley. Do do you remember Gold Rush? Mm-mm. Oh my God, Gold Rush is uh, just an incredible program, and it's it's still going on. Yeah, could you explain to Todd Ashley, Hoffman uh, is still struggling. It's about a guy in Portland who loves Jesus, 
who decided he wanted to get into gold mining. Okay. So he <laughs> went up to Alaska with his team and trying to mine gold. So, you, you know, it's mostly watching, you know, construction vehicles dig and then them putting it on a conveyor belt and getting and like mining for gold or whatever. And then every episode, something would go wrong. It would always be like, the wash plant broke, and then it'd be chaos, <laughs> and then by the end, it'd be like, the wash plant's back up, and then they'd pour out gold, and be like, we got 12 ounces. Yeah, there's always a weigh-in at the end, how much gold, and there was other families yep. around the Portland area, other teams, that uh, so there'd be a running tally of how much people were making that season. Oh. So there was competition, there was competition. it was kind of fun. There was this young kid named Parker, who his dad, Parker Schnabel, his dad. His grandpa. His grandpa, yeah, grandfather. Mm. His dad, I don't think, it, I guess his dad didn't get into the gold I, game. I, I don't think so. I think he was like a dentist. Gift a generation. It's crazy. He's like 16 years old and he starts mining. Like his grandfather gives him like a tiny little plot and yeah. then like he mines it as like a 16 year old and now he's. He took over Damn for the 25 and he's and... cool as hell. Yeah. Really? Like he's the coolest guy. It, it is interesting because. It was, it was cool watching him grow up. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Parker. Robert just wants a son. <laughs> I do. I want a son who's into gold mining. You're watching survival videos so you can teach your son about the woods. <laughs> yeah. And it also, there's such like terminology and like um, a language to this. Mm -hmm. Like for when you're, when I was like in the middle of a good gold rush season, like a uh, season, like I would, I would jump at the chance to use like the phrase pay dirt for things. <laughs> pay dirt. Ah, we hit pay dirt here, guys. What does uh, that mean? That's when you actually hit like the soil that prop, that might have gold in it right uh -huh. That's, yeah yeah uh, because i don't know if they know they just feel like they're they've basically hit the jackpots we call that pay dirt gotcha. and then there was there would always be these like uh like almost like a blueprint graphic like look like a bl blueprint and the announcer who of course had a funny voice <laughs> he would like explain gold stuff so it was always like there were like ancient waterfall at the bottom of that is where the gold will settle and now mm. that the river's dried up that old riverbed is where all the gold is right oh so, so like you learned a lot about gold right. learn a lot about gold <laughs> yeah, yeah and then like mm, i think i could do that mm. <laughs> imagine there is a waterfall right but yeah imagine then that waterfall filled up with earth yeah right mm -hmm. but it was like you know so there's you know and then gold yeah. and then gold <laughs> yeah, well, Robert gold. Just said. yeah 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 but i just want to make sure you could gold. See so that was a lot of fun uh so uh, fun that stuff what about the Still stuff going that's on. on um like history is there is history is american pickers 24 oh. 7 oh, wait yeah. before we get into american pickers oh, so when you said this gold rush thing it made me think of like what's that lobster show Deadliest Catch, yes. Is it in the same vein? 100%. Okay. 100% same vein. All of these shows are kind of in the same vein. And like Ice mm -hmm. Roads, is that something? Yes, Ice Roads Ice Truckers. Truckers. Okay. Yep. I never got really no, into that. No, not that exciting to watch a guy in a, in a truck <laughs> for an hour. These shows are a fucking hour. And then it would just be a skid, and then, oh no, cut to commercial, and yeah. then come back and be like, and I leveled out. You know, and then we're fine. Good. And we're back on the road. The Ice Road. Did you like Deadliest Catch? Uh, a little bit. I think yeah. I had like one, I watched like one season of that pretty yeah. religiously. It was fun. I mean, it's all fun and yeah. it is it's fun a, imagining doing that job. These shows get to be samey, samey quite a bit. Where yeah. you're like, there's not much other things happen with Deadliest Catch. Like every time they're in trouble, it's the same reason. It's because like they're pulling in a bunch of like fish or lobster or whatever. And then a storm is happening and like a rope breaks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, oh my God. You know, and then they end and they come back. And but then, of I course, you're gonna find characters like Gold Rush got a man named Tony Beats, yeah, who's this like just crazy, crazy old man who swears a yeah. lot. And and he, in like the later season, he built like a boat, like a, a, a platoon that digs its, its own gold. It's just this like crazy, like, yeah, he had to find something to do and he built a boat. This, okay, tell me what Incredible. do you guys think about this? That first off, that sounds amazing. It's amazing. This guy built a boat, Tony Beats. Lots of guys building boats. We Tony, got a guy if Tony Beats is listening, I'm a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> don't hate. <laughs> Um, it felt like there was like a boom of these shows in like 2013, and mm -hmm. I don't feel like there's a bunch of new survivalist shows yeah. now. Why do you think that is? Um, I think they kind of ran the course. Like, I don't think there's, I don't know what the next like gimmick would be. Do you need a gimmick for yeah, it? Yeah, they started the last gimmick that's still happening is get naked, right? Like, they're like, let's do this naked now, but or this, then you yeah. have, or then you have one of my uh, one of my other favorite shows is Mountain Men. And that's not really survivalist. It's just men who live off the grid Ooh. and live like there's one guy who's like, like is I'm a trapper that. up in Alaska and they follow all the my favorite is the one in uh, the Appalachians. Yeah. Uh, who just he's just this guy like a hog farmer. He's got his best friend and they're just trying to make ends meet. That's great. And it's incredible. 
It's so fun. Yeah, uh, I like uh, it. Now, is that in the vein of the Gold Rush, or you know, because there were some shows that like would now fo- you follow a crazy family that's sort of in yeah. this sort of lifestyle, the wild, which would be like a Duck Dynasty. So mm-hmm. you yeah. got your Duck Dynasty now. There's a they'll do a Duck Dynasty with a bunch of other things. Duck Dynasty, right. but these guys are a logging family. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean? and they'll like you know like it'll like you'll see one person's problem like, and then it'll like oh no my tractor fell off the cliff or whatever and then it would zoom out the map and go into a different place right so like the dude in montana who he's just an old man who's you know him and his wife just live off the grid and trying to like live just off the land that's cool it's really great there's really great stuff in that okay now do you want to get into american pickers truly truly the greatest show (laughs) is it technically i mean technically everything is reality right yeah it's not script american pickers is not scripted it's definitely not scripted I don't know what's going on. It is the same. It would be the, the same best. script every single episode. It would be. So American uh, Pickers falls under the category of like a Storage Wars mm-hmm. style reality older man. Reality also, because it's show. on all of the time. Yes, I would say American Pickers is maybe the oldest man show. Yeah, because it's just about old people who have collected too much shit in their lives. Right. So these two guys are they a couple? We don't know. No, okay. 100% not. 100% not a couple. 100% not a couple. Wow, okay. I've done my research. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Danny D has dated either of them, but I'm pretty confident <laughs> they are not a couple. Wow. Who's Danny D? Danny D is the tattooed woman who works tattooed? in the shop. Yeah. The tattooed? Tattooed. Tattooed. Have you ever watched any of the tattoo reality shows? Yeah, I got deep into most of those too. <laughs> Which ones? What's the main uh, reality tattoo wasn't it, show? It wasn't LA. It wasn't LA Inc. It was Miami Inc. Miami Inc. Was that the sure. start of it? I think it may be, yeah. Yeah, I got really into that. Yeah. Wait, I want to get back into American Pickers. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah. There's too much Tell me what you like about it. Because you like lit um, up. You've We've said American Pickers a couple of times and each time yeah. it's like you you have it's, a visceral it's reaction. It's my favorite. It's Well, first of all, it's on all of the time. Yeah. It's, it's on a, constantly. Um, it's dependable. I love, there's like, I like TV where you kind of think you're learning something. Mm. Like you never really do, but like they'll find something and be like, "Oh, this is interesting." In the 19 turn of the century, they would roast peanuts on the street. And you're like, "Oh, I guess I never knew that." So you kind of learn a little bit. And also the characters and like the world they discover is just endlessly fascinating. It's just an old person who has no social grace, <laughs> who just has a lot of old bikes and like garages full of shit just like it's it's hoarding yeah it's mostly hoarders yeah which i never got into because that's sad this is like happy hoarders right and i always imagine like the old people watching it who are like oh my god maybe my shit is worth something like if people go in maybe they'll be like if if mike and frank showed up they might buy stuff yeah so there is like a weird lottery element to it um and i love uh whenever mike mike and frank are just trying to act cool Mm-hmm. to people they're inc- like they're incredible because these are people who do not want to interact with people they, they'll they go to their auctions they'll go to their flea market swap meets but for the most part they're just like weirdos who live in a mountain of junk <laughs> and these guys show up and like what's up guy they yeah. mike acts so cool and they're just like broing down with these old men and it's nice to watch like these old people be like they just want their shit appreciated. They want right. someone to go through and be like, that's an amazing thing. Right. And they're like, yeah, like this is my they life. They want justification. Yeah. Now, on that note, do you like that PBS show, um, Roadside Antique, or what is that? Antiques Roadshow? Antiques Roadshow. Uh, yeah, I got I got into that a little Cause bit. Because that's like a learning thing where they're totally. like, this towel is from the 16th century. I love it. I love it. And I love any time, like, and like Pawn Stars is the same way. Whenever you get someone who's like, I didn't think this was worth anything, and oh my God, it is worth something. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so fun to see that. But I feel like, what's the difference between Roadside Antique Roadshow? Antique Roadshow. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> roadside Antiques. <laughs> what's the difference between Antique Roadshow, American Pickers, and Pawn Shop? Person- Pawn Star. Pawn Stars. Pawn Personality mm-hmm. for, for Am- Antiques Roadshow. I mean, there, there's no character building there dry di- pbs okay it's different and, people and each that's time. and that's people bringing things pickers i would a, say that that's sense. not a reality show i would say antiques roadshow is not a reality show i would say that's an informational show that's an informational show there's no it's I would like say, qvc without the ability yeah. to buy anything reality there needs to be a storyline there's no storyline in antiques Roadshow. right okay i'm glad you bring that up because i was wondering like are, are all these survivor shows reality shows um i would say survivor hmm. man would be close uh, would be or, as far away yeah. from reality as we've talked about tonight. Yeah. But 
Uh, Along everything with Everything else is a competition show. As, as, uh, yeah, as soon as you take the Top Chef uh, thing and, mm-hmm. and put it in Surviving. You know what I mean? Like all these shows, they've Im- they immediately took the concept and put it through the reality machine. But what right. about that bear and the guy, guys and bears? Bear Grylls was bear kind of a scriptedy thing. Yeah, that right? actually might. When it found out it was scripted, right. it might actually just and be Dual a Survivor show. was one hundred percent a reality show. It was all driven by the personalities of these right. two combative people. Okay, so Antique right. Roadshow, not a, not a reality you show. You never know the person person's name who's appraising anything right they're not they don't just build, a random it's person. just a random person yeah. because pawn shot uh, pawn stars is about a family it's about the family and, and pickers they have a store so yeah. i think whenever it's like a workplace you know then it's a workplace reality american pickers they just happen to be on the road yeah. picking through uh people's garbage pawn stars do you really like pawn stars i did I get, I, bo- I, don't like I get bothered I by the shenanigans on Pawn Stars. The shenanigans are terrible. It's too much Chumley. It's too Ugh, much awful. Uh, Grandpa or whatever. The his old name man is, is the like, old I man. Think he, he hasn't been on in a while. I, yeah, I don't really. Uh-huh. Watch it's him. so hard. But I, I like, I like like, oh, I'm watching something and I kind of learned something. Now, do you like Pawn Stars more than Storage Wars? No. Storage Wars. I still watch Storage Wars. As far Storage as that Wars, type of show. I still, I watched every iteration Storage Wars the New first York. two Storage seasons Wars, of Storage Wars were oh, one of the God. greatest like seasons of that type of old man reality competition, mm-hmm. Rob, whatever you want to call it. How much TV do you watch? Uh, very little now, but I, at the time I was, uh, I was watching. I don't watch, I don't have anything besides Forge and Fire. Okay. I don't watch any. Forge and Fire is the knife making chopped. Oh my god! It's, yeah, it's, can we talk about that for a little bit? I didn't bit? mean to interrupt you, oh, Nick. Sorry. Though I didn't yeah. mean to, no. but just because every time we bring up a show, Rob is going like, "Yeah, I've seen all seasons." Uh huh. <laughs> I, I know it by heart. There um, was a, yeah. There's a reason why I wanted Rob to come on. Well, here I don't watch. I don't watch like I haven't seen The Wire. <laughs> Yet I've seen every episode of Forged in Fire. Yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's a theme around here. It's a choice. I like TV that I don't have to watch. Yeah. And these are all that. Like, you really can... I like TV that you can clean your room to. And that's what, like, all of these are. Uh, non-committal. A, non-committal. Oh, 100%. Gold Rush, you can be in and out. Survivor Man, like, all those things. When they're like, I'm trying to make my homestead nice. You're like, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Pickers, when you're digging through your shit. It's like it feels the same way, you know. You're like, well, is this worth anything? <laughs> oh my god, a movie ticket stub. Um, Forge and Fire, though, my family got into it and they got me in. It's like Chopped, okay, but it's where uh, people make knives. <laughs> so they like. What's this on? What forge. channel this is this is possibly channel. on? Oh my god! And so they they they're like tasked. You got to make a knife, and then it's like Chopped, where one person gets eliminated, and then they make wow. revisions, and then they go to their home forge. And oh that's my, my favorite God. part is seeing what these guys, what their home forge is. What? So that's their house? It's like, it's like their garage. Oh, it's okay. where they have their uh, their forging <laughs> equipment. Oh, okay. And cool. they're big, big into, a lot of guys who are big into Vikings yeah. and like that lifestyle. Uh, yeah. I think that lends itself uh, to some Viking fans. <laughs> you hear about the wives, you never see the wives. <laughs> Now, are you watching like cooking reality shows or is it just these? No, I, I mean, well, like I watch guys grocery games because I like Fiori a lot. Yeah, which uh, is kind of like um, supermarket sweep. Kind of, it's like yeah, they have to get all their ingredients from the supermarket, and he like he you know gives them like crazy uh, challenges. Mm-hmm. Like what was that one that uh, was like? Wasn't it um, Alton Brown did one where it was like? Oh, that was a uh, uh, oh, it's cutthroat kitchen. Cutthroat kitchen where it was like it's you like got to chopped with like if you could like prank your friends. Yeah, it's in like the you got to make it. pancakes, but use anchovies. Yeah. And it was like a real like always oh, a challenge. So it's like challenge. So I'll watch like sometimes I'll watch that, but overall I don't watch Chopped. I don't watch Top Chef. What's the most I would say Hell's Kitchen? Maybe for a little bit I watched yeah, years there, and years ago. Was there ever? Did you ever dip your toe into a mainstream? A reality show like a Bachelor. Or I watched one Survivor. episode of Bachelorette. One episode. That's really it. good. <laughs> <laughs> really, really. Like but I it get didn't it. Hook you. I it, totally get in, it. In what way? It you were on a date me. or something? Like what? How do you? Where'd you? How? Who watches one episode yeah. of uh, Bachelorette? Oh, I think it was like it was like it was like recent, and uh, I was just like, yeah, let me watch it. I think I was like, you know, texting with with a girl who was watching it, and oh, I was okay. like, let me put it on. And it just so happened that like there was a guy named Dean who was very charming oh. and great. And, I was like, and then the whole, then it was just like the Bachelorette being like, I mean, Dean's really great. I'm like, I like this show. <laughs> this is a great show. Speaking right to me. Yeah. Um, and, I, and never did Survivor. Not even when you guys when oh, you were younger. Back in the, oh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Your we, family we watched... completely didn't even acknowledge Survivor. That's true. The, Which is the original, the original, original Survivor. Original. I'm sure somebody <laughs> original, is listening original. to this show. Yeah. Someone and threw their like, phone. You fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it's Survivor shows. It's on 69th season. <laughs> 
It's been on since 1987. We're like, what's started. the first Survivor show? <laughs> Probably Man versus Wild. Oh my God, Survivor. Yeah, I mean, huge. I mean, there was a yeah. point where I was, I think like third season when like Rupert, that that the big Rupert. guy with the beard. I was like, you, cu- I couldn't be more into Survivor at the yeah. time. I was so, I was like incredibly survivor it. was popping and still is the survivor fans are are, are die hard I, oh yeah i've i've not watched survivor in a, in a bunch of seasons but i would like to go back i feel like the world is too big now though like i won't know the all, every season yeah. seems to be an all-star season and it's like i don't know the characters and I, i'm sure they have like extra gimmicks now yeah just to like make it more interesting like this season you know, they have to do it standing on their heads and you're like oh, oh well you're they pretty gotta far out. do it naked <laughs> yeah everything naked <laughs> Make them make um, it. Well, you know, Rob, this has been fantastic. I do want to finish up. I, I, I prepped for this mm-hmm. by watching a totally random ass uh, older man's uh, reality <laughs> show. And <laughs> this might be skew younger, younger man. Okay. Uh, definitely man. It's called, um, uh, oh, man. I forgot the name of it. Uh, Street Outlaws. Have you seen Street, Street Outlaws? Outlaw. I have not seen Street, Street Outlaws. Outlaws New Orleans. Um, um, it is a, it is a Discovery Channel God. show that has like I'm trying New to guess Orleans. what the, I'm trying to guess what the premise is. There's like a, there's like four or five different cities that they follow, uh-huh. and I believe it started in Oklahoma. The second city they went to is New Orleans. It was like a spinoff of somebody on that show, right? And it is about guys who do street racing ah uh, there it is they race yeah. cars <laughs> that makes more and, sense and, and they race for thinking. money and they race for pride right and you just take that exact uh um uh storage wars concept mm-hmm. where you have like the uh or or even better uh gold rush yeah you got the four main people who are supposed to be the dopest in new orleans mm-hmm. and they're going and they keep racing each other for pride and for money and for parts and for this Man. and for that and you know, we find out who's got, and they're doing side bets, and somebody from Oklahoma comes down, and they team up just this one time, and it's fucking phenomenal. Is it really? It's so no, good. No, Because the I races are exciting to watch, but the guys are so fucking dumb. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, like, you got a Chumley on there. You of got, course, of you know, course. You got a, uh, who's the guy with the uh, glasses uh, from the original Storage Wars who was fantastic? Dave Hester? You got a Dave. Yeah, of course you got a Dave. Uh, you know what I mean? So it mm. was, it, it's, I say, worth checking out. It's my recommendation to you. It'll um, be on. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, there's you a just got to flip It'll over. There's a Why new one. Why did you say you hate it? Uh, I know. I, I wasn't. Was you hated I it. really <laughs> wasn't into it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Cars. I mean, where's cars the? Aren't, you'd rather watch antiques. I'd rather watch antiques. <laughs> I'm an antiquer. I'm not. <laughs> they, a, I'm not a race car. The driver. amount, at least in the pilot or the first episode, of that they spend actually talking about cars in this 42 minutes I spent watching yeah. it was probably about two minutes. It really is about about rednecks pride and like rivalries right. and like bullshit and like god damn i got him the last time he's gonna get me this time well like, like what i what i what i hate about it now and i most of the shows i watched i watched just like on a, an illegal website where yeah. i just like found it sure so it was commercial free yeah and now i have cable and i can't stand most tv it's a lot because of, like i can, I can already like you, you say like street outlaws you describe it i see all the commercial breaks right Ooh. you know it's like <gasps> The car's about to crash, and then yeah. it goes to commercial, and you're like, "Oh, because even am on I the Discovery Go app, like there was like maybe four commercial breaks in the hour, and each one was six commercials. Oh God, that's a lot. You know, that's I mean, that's a- when you that's when you move on to another show, that's a lot, and then you might go back, but yeah, you don't right. have to. It's interesting that you said the commercial breaks, and that you were talking about the editing of the show, because I thought you meant what types of commercials are going to be marketed to the people watching this show, mm. and like you're like, I don't want to sit through those commercials. Oh but- well, yeah, there's also a lot. I mean, it's a lot of catheter ads and yeah. Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> it's old men commercials. But you're talking just purely of the suspense. I'm purely talking about the suspense and the ability to wander off yeah. and find something. Because literally every show I've mentioned is not a good thing to watch. Like right. it's it's not good television. Yeah. It's what not about a good Survivor Man. That sounds kind of cool. It's fun. It I mean, it's cool. fun. But like once you once that commercial hits, if you're watching it on TV, <laughs> once that commercial hits, go you know the search around the dial. Of that commercial is just like, <laughs> like what go have live I been your doing? life. I'm gonna find something better on TV, or yeah, or get out and yeah. live go a life. Go make a friend. Uh, well, Rob, this has been absolutely wonderful, enlightening, and it's actually juiced me up on this type of reality to the Same. point where I feel like I need to go explore more random ass shit. Dive in. 
in. I, I uh, as a matter of fact, next week Ashley's going to be out of town, and we were mm-hmm. trying to figure out how we were going to deal with that. Uh, yeah, were we just going to can two episodes? Were we going to do maybe a recap or just uh, do a two parter with Rob? Who the hell knows? But I think, and if you're into this, Ash, what I would like to do is watch a couple of these strange. Uh, older men reality shows <laughs> mm-hmm. and just talk about that we can either watch the same ones i know that i would like to watch a couple of episodes of street outlaws new orleans that sounds great um if you want to jump into that maybe we'll watch the first two episodes of that season new orleans street outlaws new orleans and i know that you can uh if you have the discovery go app you can watch those two episodes too we'll, we will watch those and we're not going to do a recap. We're just going to fucking talk about we're gonna it. Do a jam. We're going to jam on it. Well, I'd like also Robert to recommend like an old man reality show for us to watch a couple episodes of. Yeah. Um, well, I've already re- recommended in the past uh, Toy Hunter. Toy fucking Hunter. Fucking phenomenal. It's incredible. Where can we find Toy Hunter? What is What network is that on? Uh, you can buy the episodes on YouTube. I don't, I don't think it's on TV anymore. It's, and I forget what it was on. I'll find it. Don't it was worry. Like, I think it was on like sci-fi. Okay. It's, it, Ash, it's basically American Pickers. Yeah. But instead of going into like garages full of junk, it's yeah. garages full of old toys. Great. And it's a man going like, oh my God, Ninja Turtles. And, like, <laughs> and you get to watch me like, I, do, I had that. Uh, yeah. I had that. that. I loved fantastic. it. Okay, okay. So we got Toy um, Hunters and Street and Outlaws. Then you were actually talking about possibly watching an episode of something. Queer right? Eye for the Straight Guy, but that doesn't sound like it fits into this theme. That's true. Maybe we'll save that for the next one. Yeah. Um, unless we can't find Toy Hunters and maybe we'll watch that. But definitely look for Toy Hunters. The first couple episodes we may watch and we're definitely going to watch the first couple episodes of Street Outlaws New Orleans, right, Ash? You got it. So go ahead and watch a few <laughs> of those episodes and you can enjoy it. But honestly, we're going to talk about it like you've never seen it before. So you absolutely don't have to go and watch it to enjoy next week's episode. So uh, we just wanted to give you a heads up. But Rob, thank you so much for being on the Rob. show. Thank you, guys. You're, uh, you're new to Instagram. What else I you am. got? What else you at got out being there? Being Dean on Instagram, at Robert Dean on Twitter. I have uh, an album coming out April 12th. Wow. Is this an exclusive you're dropping on us this right now? This is an exclusive. Wait, wait, wait. The wow. title has not been, uh, I've not revealed the title. Okay. In any other format. Great. Or any other media. The title is It's Not Easy Being Dean. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. It's Not Easy is in parentheses. <laughs> Thank you, Rob, for dropping that. Uh, so that's an exclusive. Reality Blows podcast exclusive. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, that's, that's coming out in April, and then I'm going to, I'm taking a tour uh, via Amtrak cross country, awesome! Uh, all the way around the country uh, in May. So wow. I might be I'm going to the ma- major cities, and hopefully that will be a reality show. Great! <laughs> in itself, great. you're going to be doing stand up in some cities. I'm doing stand up in some cities. Great! So check Robert's uh, social media for those. Uh, That's R O B E R T D E A N, which is exactly it. how it sounds. Um, Ash, what about our? Uh, how can people find us? You can find us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod, on Facebook at Reality Blows Podcast, and you can email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, rate our podcast five stars. Give it a nice little. Um, it makes a really big difference. It does. We um, like people to do that. Yeah, we really. really and a couple of you it. have done that, which I'm very yeah. uh, thrilled. I'm over Thank the moon you. that people are taking the initiative to do that because. The more you give to us in this way, the more uh, confidence we have giving this podcast yeah. to you. Those two people who left those reviews, I want you to know you literally made my week. Yeah, actually text me about it. It was a big moment. <laughs> you, you are here to make friends. We yeah. are. 100%. <laughs> That's great. I wish I had you on the first fucking episode so we could <laughs> have a tagline. That could have been our fucking tagline. We are here to make friends. I have friends. a shirt I, that says I'm here to make friends from Kenneth. Okay, that's another story. but um, yeah. uh, All right, guys. Thank you so much, and uh, tune in Wednesday because we got a new recap of the Challenge Challenge Vendettas. Vendettas. See you.